beautiful day in the seven cities. I'm Brady Parkins. And I'm Charlie Wise. And this is Seven Stakes Podcast. And we're coming at you guys with our first UFC episode ever. It's a huge weekend in the UFC. We've got UFC 268 coming up with just a ton of awesome fights on this card. Going through the research, man, I, just, I was realizing there just seems like there's good fights just all over the place. Just especially fights where if you like couple people just stand in the middle of the ring just taking swings trying to knock each other's head off i feel like you're gonna get quite a few of those this week got a good feeling about it you know we weren't really into ufc before the pandemic like a lot of people and then it was the first sport that really came back and yeah, it was all we had to watch for a while there and we got really into it when we got tired of uh you know betting the weather and betting madden sims we decided to uh jump into ufc there what a, what an upgrade that was <laughs> but it's been fun i got my own favorite fighters now. I'm sure you've got your own favorite fighters. and Definitely. It's exciting stuff. Yeah, and it feels like it's been a little while now since we've had a really big UFC night, so I'm, I'm excited to get back into it here with this one. Yep. Well, should jump right into it this week. We don't really have a recap or anything to do like we normally do. Yeah, this is an NFL. We can just jump right into it. All right, let's do it. All right. First fight that we're going with this week, it's going to be Melsic Bogdazarian versus Bruno Souza. And we're taking Melsic Bogdazarian to win by KO or TKO. You can get that one at plus 155 on FanDuel. So Bogdazarian has a record of 6-1 and one coming into this fight. He's won six straight after losing his first fight. And five of those six fights, he's won by KO, TKO. And not just that, but he's won four of those five within the first minute of the first round. This dude comes out throwing heavy punches, throwing kicks. I was watching one of his fights last night, ended it with a brutal kick to the head. This guy's coming at you fast. So if it weren't for this past two fights going past the first round, honestly, I'd probably be tempted to take him KO in the first round, but we're going to go a little bit safer here by just KO, TKO, anytime. Now the guy's fighting Bruno Souza. He's not a bum by any means. Dude hasn't lost since 2016. But this is more about the style of these two fighters here. And the way you can get to Bogdazarian is by grappling with him. Try to take him down. Don't let him throw those big punches, big kicks at your head. Unfortunately, Bruno Souza is going to stand up there and just try to throw punches with him. He's not as good of a striker as Bogdazarian is. So he's he's got a big disadvantage there. And not only that, but he's taking this fight on short notice. He's... He's only had a week notice coming into this one. So I think between those two factors, I like Bogdazarian to catch him at some point and then put Souza to sleep. And then another early round fight for you guys. We've got Edmund Shabazian versus Nazardine Imovov. Sorry if I'm butchering those names. But we've got Nazardine Imovov money line here. It's minus 115 on DraftKings. So the line for this fight, it actually opened up with Nazardine being a minus 150 favorite. It's been bet down by the public, siding with Shabazian, who's 11-2 in his career. He's got nine KOs and only three fights that have ever gone past the first round. Two of those fights being his most recent fights, which he lost both of those against Derek Brunson and Jack Hermanson. The third fight that went past the first round, he managed to win, but only by a split decision. So if the fight ends really early, it might be him, but I'm siding with Nazardine here because this guy's never been knocked out in his career so far. He's 10-3, and three, his only loss since 2017, being a close decision against Phil Hawes. 
who's regarded as one of the top prospects in the UFC, and he's also fighting on this card on Saturday night. So as long as Nazardine can make it through that first round, I don't think he's going to have any trouble the rest of the fight getting the victory. Shabazian hasn't unanimously won a second or third round in his whole career, and Nazardine's capable of beating him in any possible way. He's got wins by knockout, wins by submission, and wins by decision. So as long as we survive that first little onslaught by Shabazian here, I think Nazardine's going to bring us some easy money. And you mentioned Phil Halls. We actually decided to go with the parlay here. We don't give parlays if you listen to our NFL podcast. We don't give parlays on that. But we decided to go with a three-fight parlay here. We've got Phil Dawes at minus 300, Ian Gary at minus 400, and Dustin Jacoby minus 400 for a parlay at plus 102 on DraftKings. Hawes, like you said, up-and-comer, arguably one of the better up-and-comers in the UFC right now. He's on a seven-fight win streak, and he started in the UFC. He's undefeated so far. Hasn't been beaten since he's joined the UFC. Um, Ian Gary's first UFC fight against Jordan Williams, who is one in three. Jordan Williams is one in three in his last four fights. And Dustin Jacoby is 5-0-1 in his last six fights. These are big-time favorites. Minus 300, minus 400, minus 400 again are all huge favorites. Expect them to dominate here, and it's best to just parlay them when they're that big of favorites and get your money. Exactly. There was, there's not really much money to be made by just straight betting those guys. So throw them in a little parlay there, get your odds up, and then win some money. Next fight we have, this is the final fight of the prelims, and it's Alex Pereira versus Andreas Michelitis. And we're taking Alex Pereira to win by KO, TKO, or DQ. It's minus 110 right now on DraftKings. So Pereira, he's been more known for his kickboxing career up to this point. Um, He was a middleweight champion there. And he's actually the only man that can say that he has knocked out Israel Adesanya in a fight. And he has actually beaten him twice. He won another time by decision. I couldn't believe it when I saw that. I was like, man, this, this guy's really got a pretty big... You know, he important thing he can claim there by saying he's the only dude to be able to knock out Asanya. So coming into this fight, he's minus two sixty favorite. So kind of like with those parlays, not a ton of value right there by just taking him straight up. But you can find that value with him getting a KO, TKO, and is he's coming in with a five inch reach advantage against Michelitas, and he's just a way better striker than he is. Michelitas isn't special with his takedown grappling game. He's just kind of a average guy all around. Nothing special. He got knocked out by elbows in his last fight. I think Pereira's going to be coming in here, coming in hot, trying to make a statement. He won his last fight, I think, with it was a one-punch knockout early in the first round. I will not be surprised if this one ends quickly, too. I think great pick here with Alex Pereira by KO. And then we jump into the main card here. Very exciting main card. This fight we're going to mention next was supposed to be later in the main card, but it got moved to the first fight of the main card because of their coaches. And that's Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. And we've got Justin Gaethje to win in round one or two at plus 115 on FanDuel Sportsbook. Four out of five, four out of Gaethje's last five fights have ended in the first round or the second round. Chandler's last fights have all last five fights has all finished in the under two and a half rounds. 
76% of Gaethje's fights end with him winning by knockout. Expect a super aggressive fight here. Both these guys will just meet in the middle and just trade blows. I think ultimately what led us to picking Gaethje is he's got one of the best chins in the UFC. Seems he can just take blow after blow after blow, you know, and Chandler's ground game isn't the best part about him. I mean, he's pretty good on his feet, so they're just going to meet in the middle, and this is going to be a flat-out fast, fast and furious on this one, man. That one's going to be an exciting fight to watch. Another exciting one we've got here. Uh, one of my favorite female fighters is, you know, Rose Namunas. I don't know how to say her last name, so I'm trying I mean, to take why it you're sl- slow here. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got her fighting Zhang Weili, uh, second fight. Fought for the belt last time. Rose knocked her out with a kick, which was a just dirty kick. <laughs> Got me off my seat there. And we're deciding that we're going to take this not to go the distance at minus 115 on DraftKings. In five title fights that Rose has been a part of, only one has went the distance. And that was against Joanna Drudasic, who leads the NF or the UFC. Sorry, I almost said NFL. Just so used to talking about football. She leads the UFC in average fight time. So all her fights have, you know, been prolonged, gone for a long time. And her fight against Zhang Wei Li was one of the craziest fights ever. I thought somebody was going to die in that. End up going to decision after her face looked completely deformed. She looked like an alien coming out of that fight. It was an absolute crazy fight. But Joanna Jatasic can, she can stay in there. Yeah, she, she hung tough. But 78% of Whaley Zhang's fights do not go the distance, and 67% of Rose's fights don't go the distance. So I think this is either going to win a knockout submission. These two aren't going to make it to decision here. Another great fight. And then we've got our main event. All right. Yeah, Usman and Colby Covington. The, tr- uh, the second round second round with these guys here. So we're going to be taking Usman to win and win in over two and a half rounds. You get that plus 100 on DraftKings. In the first matchup between these two guys, the fight went to the final minute of the fifth round, and up to that point, neither guy really ever looked like they were in danger of being finished. If you look at Covington's record, 13 of his 18 fights have made it into the final round, and Usman has had seven five-round fights. Five of those have went into the fifth round, and only one finished under two and a half rounds. So feel pretty comfortable that this one's going to make it up over two and a half rounds. So now on to Usman winning. Covington's style is more focused on his volume, grinding guys down, grappling with them, and just really wearing them down over the whole course of a fight, not really power punching. That's going to be a problem for him here because Usman's he's never been knocked down. He's never been taken down in the UFC. The dude's proven he can go five rounds. He's not going to get tired. So I just I don't really see much of a way that Covington's going to pull out the win here. If you look at the last fight, the jab to Covington's chin, the body shots by Usman, they were just giving him problems. I mean, he broke his jaw in the last fight. And since that fight, Usman has only gotten better with his striking. Since that last fight, Usman's finished two of his last three fights by KO, TKO, whereas before that Covington fight, he was going to decision much more often. Covington has also not been very active. He's fought one time since that last fight against Usman, and now it's been over a year since his last fight. Usman's defended his belt three times since then. This is going to be his third fight of the year. I like the fact that he's been active. We'll see what the layoff does to Colby Covington here. I really like Usman to 
remain the champ and to do it over two and a half rounds. Such an exciting card here. I work Saturday evening, so I'm not going to be able to watch all these fights, but I'll be able to watch good majority of the main cards. So exciting for me. We'll have it up and ready for you whenever you get to wherever we're watching it at. And just to recap our picks here, we've got Bogdazarian by KO, TKO at plus 155. We've got Nazardine, Moneyline, minus 115. Phil Halls, Ian Gary, and Dustin Jacoby Parlay at plus 102. Alex Pereira to win by KO, TKO, DQ at minus 110. Justin Gaethje to win in round one or two against Michael Chandler at plus 115. And we got Thug Rose against Zhang Weili not to go the distance at minus 115. And that's our seven picks, seven stakes podcast, UFC 268. Let's win some money, Charlie. Great job with those names there, Brady. I really am trying hard. I feel like I had to practice them a few times, but I feel like they came out good. I, I think you got them right. <laughs> you said them the same way I was saying them, so I guess we'll find out on Saturday if they was right or wrong. I'm Brady Parkins. I'm Charlie Wise. This, Go win some money for Sunday, guys. This is 7-6 Podcast. Thank you.